Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... Gator Plus. Plus, we have a special guest for this episode. On the phone with us is, as you may know her from Instagram, Curious Jen. Say hi, Jen. Hello. Hello. She's our neighbor to the north. Yes. That's right. She's a little chilly today. You said, oh, I'm so jealous. We were, having, we were debated, talking earlier about the Fahrenheit to Celsius conversion. Oh, and, it's, uh, it's completely... I mean, I grew up in you know Illinois schools. I, I don't even know what Celsius is. So you're what then today, Jen? Well, I'm 10 degrees Celsius, but you're wrong. I'm actually in a tank top and shorts. Oh, well. <laughs> that's awesome. There you go. So. See, that's perfect. Now, 10 degrees down here, mm-hmm. Nick would not even leave his house. It'd be a little chilly. Yeah, but that's Fahrenheit, <laughs> so. But down here, it's 90, which. So the conversion, she's around 50 up there. Is that, is that. Give or am take. I guessing? Okay. Th- yeah. Yeah, and we're, we're just sweltering at 90 degrees right now. Or 32, as she would be aware. Yes. She considers 32 hot. Mm-hmm. I said down here, things would be freezing. So before we get into. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into. Uh, so Jen is a. Correct me. You want to tell me you're a certified whiskey and bourbon, what is the, the term? Well, I'm a certified whiskey ambassador. Okay. So that means I know some stuff about whiskey. All right, then. <laughs> and I'm also a certified bourbon steward. All right. Well, we don't know much of it. Well, Gator will tell you that he knows some stuff. I, I will occasionally partake in some whiskey. But I, I freely admit I know. that I am... I am not even remotely knowledgeable on the subject, so that's Nick, why Nick we have prefers, you on today. Nick prefers to... his drinks with an umbrella in them, some sort of fruit on the side. I like them to taste good. <laughs> I like something that gives you a <laughs> we'll good Okay, you there, Nick. It's okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, before we get into all that, let's go ahead and introduce today's cigar. Oh, yeah. So today, Jeff, now Jen is not much of a cigar smoker, but that's okay. Yeah. Because, you know, she's bringing... Bringing another skill set, another knowledge base to the to the show today. Absolutely. Today we are smoking the CAO Session. It's the shop size. It's six by sixty. Features a USA Connecticut broadleaf Maduro wrapper. It is a big a, dark cigar with a Dominican Republic binder and a Dominican Republic and Nicaraguan filler. So we're going to go ahead and give that a cut. Sounds fancy, guys. Hey, you know, we have a whole process to this. It's a thing. Nick took mine out of the cellophane, so I couldn't unwrap it today, folks. Well, you know, <laughs> we have a guest. We have to be polite, Jeff. Nick doesn't like it when I, you know, unveil my cigar from the cellophane. <laughs> it's obnoxious, because he puts the cellophane and crinkles it right up on the microphone. I would never do anything like that, Jeff. It's horrible. <laughs> I know. I, I don't think it ever would. <laughs> See, she already knows me. This is trouble, because now it's two against one. I do. I actually was listening to the last podcast where you uh, were staying in a hotel room there, Gator. Oh, you know what? There's a lot of that that is uh, basically the records are sealed at this point. That was a fun trip. (laughs) It was a fun trip. I nuked that toilet, though. I mean, they literally. Nick wasn't lying. They had to bring in two people to fix it. It essentially what I did when I flushed the uh, the water wouldn't stop running. I basically caused you know just I mean just cascade of water. 
which I contend was I know, not my fault. I know, I listened. I can't believe you did that and that you guys are still friends after that. It's I not don't the know. first toilet I've broken. But. Oh, Jen, I have stories I could share. <laughs> Trust me, that's not even close to the worst thing that this guy has done while I've been around. Oh, no, that, not even the top ten. No. Maybe that just brings you guys closer. Maybe that's just encouraging Gator to do these things. It's bonding. You know, I mean, we do joke about how we're hetero life mates. It so. is true. You know, the problem is I keep trying to get Nick to do a trust fall, but he, he's convinced I won't catch him. Oh, okay. So you're not there yet. Not there yet. No, we're no, no. No, no we're close. Because <laughs> I drop his ass. All right, Jeff. So but you, you do wear color-coordinating shirts. So. Not today. Not no. today. Okay, so this is something. Jen has been giving me so much <laughs> shit about how I'm always in blue. And, Jeff, you are. No, no, I said it was nice that you were in blue. What, what color am I wearing, Jeff? Nick went with black and gray today just so he could say that he wasn't. <laughs> it's actually true. I was, <laughs> I was in the closet, and I had my hand on a blue shirt, and I'm like, nope, no, not today, Nick, not today. <laughs> I am in my uh, traditional outfit of blue. He is in blue. Zebras change their stripes, I guess, huh? Well, I, very rarely. I mean, if you're not seeing me in blue, it's <laughs> typically black. So It's true. It is slimming. They are slimming colors. That's, That's true. I need everything I can get. I, I I actually had a guy tell me the other day, Jen, I was at a, a bar and I had, was sitting outside and I had my cigar. And um, it, it's a whole long story as to how this gentleman even got there, but he had kind of ticked me off. And so I didn't mind when my smoke <laughs> billowed and hit him in the back of the head. So he turns and he looks at me <laughs> and he says, you know, those will stunt your growth. And I just looked at him and I said, have you looked at me? I could use something to fucking stunt my growth. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, it, was, it was great. And it kind of shut that down. But anyway, so. Nick, Nick is trying to get into bar fights now. He Probably eight, not yeah, the best idea. Boy. He had eight buddies with him, too. That wasn't going to end well. Oh, they would have just cleaned the floor with yeah, you. Yeah, it Just bad. pummeled. So. So what's your thoughts on... But he was probably thinking, wow, this guy's from the cigar pulpit. I better not I mean, Exactly. Oh, you, know, you never know. Don't F with Gator. You don't and know. Nick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we are. See, the problem is Nick knows this well enough of me. I I will stand up and I'll take one good shot. I'll get one hit in before I crumple. Nick, on the other hand, is just going to go into the fetal position at the drop of a hat. Yeah, it's not going to end well. No. <laughs> you guys make a perfect team. I like to write checks that my ass cannot cash. Yeah, and the problem is he likes to sign them with my name. Well, yeah, because I'm always looking to him to have my back. And that son of a bitch does not have my six. I'm just I saying. have one good shot in me. After that, it's me just screaming not in the face, not in the face. And, you know. Wait, are we still talking about a fight? Like one good shot for life? That's it? <laughs> in a fight, in a fight, in a fight. Exactly. Jen was on the same okay. page with me there. In a fight. So. It's not the first time Nick screamed not in the face. Oh, God. Anyway... Well, Jen, why don't you... Well, maybe you need a girl like me, because I used to take jujitsu actually. Ooh. There you go. We've got mm-hmm. muscle now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was scrappy when I was younger. You could be part of our posse. Perfect. She That's be, right. You could bring the muscle. Sounds That's... like you guys need some protection. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know? That would be the greatest thing ever. Is we get into a fight, and we just let you kick everybody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we have Jen kind of tell us a little bit about herself and we get into that subject, Jeff, what do you think of the cigar? Um, I hate to say this. I don't have a lot of thoughts on it so far. I'm not getting a ton of flavor. How about you? 
a little bit of earthiness, kind of some sort of like I'd go with earthy. I, I'd say more of like maybe like a chocolatey sweetness, maybe like a like a dark, super dark kind of cocoa-y, chocolatey. I expected. Going I will on, admit, I expected lot. more of a flavor bomb out of it than I'm getting. Maybe that's maybe that's part of my problem. I you know it's like going into a movie when you think you know what you're going to get and and you don't. Like when you smoke something called a psycho and then it turns out to be less than psycho. Boring. Yeah. But anyway. So okay. <laughs> all right. It it wasn't a horrible cigar. It I mean, Nick hated it. But just, I didn't hate it. It was dull. That was the problem. You bitched it about was, that cigar the whole podcast. It was dull, and it wouldn't stay lit, and that's just... It was It was a bland fun. Connecticut cigar, but again, when it's called Psycho, you expect something different. Mm-hmm. Now, this, on the other hand, is the CAO Session, and like I said, I'm not I'm not getting the flavors out of it I thought I would, but I've just started, so... It's true. So, Jen, let's, let's talk... Let's turn to you for a second. Uh, everything mm-hmm. that I know about Canada is based on either Red Green or Letterkenny. So tell us a little well, bit about what Canada's actually like, not you know, not on a TV show that we've watched from there. Well, it's great. It's a little chilly, like you know. Um, like what's know, the average... We're hardy over here. What's your average snowfall, like 32, 34 feet? <laughs> not quite that <laughs> much. <laughs> Just glaciers but of snow coming down. But there was one year... That it almost went up to my garage, like the top of my garage. Oh, wow. Yep. Well, okay, no. Okay, just wait a minute. It was when I shoveled off the driveway, and you know how you put piles, well, maybe you don't know. Ah. But you put piles of snow on the side, so it was piles of snow that almost went up to the driveway. Oh, okay, so you mounded it, yeah. You know, it's funny, when I was a kid in southern Illinois, um, you know, grew up on a farm, had a a three-wheeler that I'd ride around on and one of the one of my favorite things to do when I was a kid was to take the three-wheeler and run through snow drifts and you know a lot of times you'd get snow drifts out at the farm that were up to the handlebars on the three-wheeler and you'd hit them and you know you'd either make it through it or you'd stop and you'd have to pull it back out um we don't get snow like that here anymore have you seen a lot of weather changes you know in your lifetime there in Canada well the past summer actually has been the worst summer here in Alberta in over 40 years. And when you say worst, what do you mean there? We've had rain almost every single day. Oh, We've wow. had a lot of this rain. Is very we unusual. This was a, we had a very wet spring. Yeah, ours has been terrible. So lots of rain, like almost every day. There's some sort of rain. And really in Alberta, the only summer months are really July and August. And they were all kind of chilly, like not... Like I was telling you earlier, how we only had a few uh, 30 degrees Celsius days. Which would be the 90s here, essentially. You're close yeah, to so it. Yeah, that's unusual for us. Interesting. Yeah. So one of the yeah. things in our pre-show prep, you said that you, you aren't familiar with Letterkenny, which immediately made me think you were going to get deported out of Canada. Um, Letterkenny <laughs> is, is the greatest show I've ever seen. Nick actually introduced me to it. It's on Hulu. You can watch it on Hulu. Yep. So, and uh, but, I'm just googling it right now. But back in the day, Red Green, you know, basically, I watched the guy make a car out of duct tape. I mean, he was awesome. His <laughs> his his slogan was, "If they can't find you handsome, they at least need to find you handy," or something close to that. Yes, yes. I did watch Red Green a little bit a long time ago. Now, do you guys watch? Not really, my kind of show. <laughs> well, I mean, whose kind of show was it? I, I I was watching it. I admit. 
So in in Canada, are you watching a lot of American television? Do you have uh, your own Canadian broadcasting? What 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 is it like up there? Because I've I've never been, and I'm curious. Well, I'm glad you're curious. That's for sure. Um, well, I don't. I'm just looking at this letter, Kenny, and it it says here Wayne and his buddies get into scuffles with their small town Ontario rivals. Um, I'm looking at him. He is wearing plaid. He is. He does wear plaid. <laughs> it doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. But um, I do like flannel a lot. Now, um, now, I would okay. not wear what he's wearing, so oh. I see some discrepancies there. So in terms of flannel. Um, as for TV. <laughs> well, we'll, all right, we'll cover TV, uh, then we'll come back to flannel. Yes. Nick so has TV, many flannel questions. we have questions. like the CBC. What's that? Oh, I said Nick has many flannel questions. But anyway, the, you said the CDC? <laughs> CBC. CBC, okay. Yeah, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Oh, Okay. Um, but mostly, I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm not going to lie. I barely watch it. Um, I just started watching. I went for probably two years without watching anything. Wow. Hmm. So what yeah. do you fill your time um, with? I spend a lot of time on the treadmill. I'm not going to lie. That's good. Um, and I Instagram a lot. Nick and I don't know what a treadmill is. I mean, I'm aware of one. I just... <laughs> Jen's been trying to I get me on I just was tired of it. I was tired of TV. Not, I'm not like a hippie or anything. <laughs> not that there's I, anything wrong with hippies, but I'm not. I don't I, have anything against TV. I happen to be a hippie, so. Are you? Oh, absolutely. Well, there, see, and you're watching TV, so I'm, I don't know. I'm just not watching TV, and <laughs> I did start again, and I mostly watch Netflix. Well, there you go. So, what, yeah. as, as Nick asked, what do you fill your time with? She said the treadmill, Jeff. Oh, you the gotta, treadmill. You got to pay attention. Keep and, up. and Instagram. You got to keep up here. Jeff is not on Instagram. I am Jeff. not. I've been trying to get him on it. He likes taking pictures, but yet, for whatever reason, yeah. you know. It's just one more thing. So give up something. Well, <sighs> it is true. It takes up a lot of time, but I don't do anything else. I don't Facebook. I don't. And I really, I think it's a really great way for me to learn a lot about whiskey. And, you know, I don't know. Well, and, and but, on, on that note, we'll go ahead and talk that and we'll circle back to flannel for Nick because he has like a myriad of flannel questions. I, I just have one. But oh, just one. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about um, how you got into, you know, whiskey and, and how, how, how you got down this path. How did I get down spiraling this path? <laughs> You added spiraling. But. Well, <laughs> well um, a friend brought over some Crown Royal. That'll do it. And it started, in, you know, a lot of Canadians start with Crown Royal on their whiskey journeys or Jack Daniels. But I started with Crown Royal and I don't drink pop, which I know you call soda. Exactly. Um, I love the intricacies. So... <laughs> so I um, mixed Crown Royal with cranberry juice, Ooh. and then I, I liked it, and so then I started just drinking Jack Daniels with cranberry juice, and, and then eventually there was no juice, and it was just neat, 
and I drink it neat all the time now. I would, I don't, I rarely, rarely add anything to my whiskey. Interesting. So I don't know. It just so started that way. What What would be your top five? Like, like if people are listening in the audience and they're wanting, you know, obviously you're you're not a cigar smoker, but what would be your top five picks um, for the best flavorful whiskeys? Well, before, that we could get into. Okay, before so before we before we touch on your favorites, so. I'm a complete whiskey novice. What do I need to know mm-hmm. going into it? What's what's some whiskey 101 that I stuff I should know? Just the basics. Well, I think if you were just starting, a lot of people disagree with this, but uh, I think if you were just starting your whiskey journey, I wouldn't recommend the things that I like because my palate is much different than yours is. That, that makes a lot of sense. And so I would recommend things to you that I probably wouldn't drink, but that I think a new whiskey drinker would like. Okay. Because it's all about not how you're drinking it, it's about enjoying it and, you know, wanting to explore different things. So I would suggest you start mixing it or you have it on ice. Kind of like how you most do people, with the, I don't think. the cranberry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and most people don't like it neat right away because you know it's i can drink 63 percent neat and it's not an issue but i i think you would die <laughs> so so 63 percent you're talking alcohol proof at that point right yeah okay so and correct me if no I'm, I'm talking percent so abv okay alcohol by volume okay. 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 so All that's right. like 120 something proof. proof yeah okay 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 all right mm-hmm. that's what i was going to say because the percentage when you're talking proof correct me if i'm wrong it's 200 percent is 100 percent right i i don't want to 200 proof is 200 proof is a, yeah okay is all this right. metric okay. should i be mm-hmm. converting no i'm just i know what i'm trying to say i'm just fumbling it really badly because well, you don't <laughs> you don't drink alcohol so well well he didn't i did a lot college. in college <laughs> tell tell her about your uh beer bong Oh, come on. It was a three-story beer bong. and uh, A beer bong? Yeah, so we went to the, okay. my buddies and I went to the hardware store, and we bought a funnel and a clamp, and we bought enough <laughs> rubber, t- or uh, not rubber, <laughs> it was plastic tubing to uh, stretch um, three stories tall, because so, my buddy lived in a three-story apartment building. So we put this thing together, and he stood at the top of the staircase, and... I was at the bottom, and we filled it with beer, and I got it down. But that, la- but I spilled some, and I had a friend basically say, "Oh, it didn't count because you didn't get it all. You spilled some." So I said, "Throw in one more can," and that one more can is what threw me over the edge. What and was that one more can? It was Miller High Life. That was, <laughs> that, was that was bad times right there. That was. That so was what happened bad. to you? Oh, I violently threw up. I <laughs> just immediately oh my God. violently threw up. Which is probably the was... only thing that saved him from the alcohol yeah, poisoning. Yeah, I was destined to go to the hospital that night, so the <laughs> so the the Miller High Life may have saved me, but I won't ever revisit it. So <laughs> anyway, it's on your no no list now. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things from college that are on my no no list now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, I mean, I my experience with whiskey is is very general in terms of you know, Jack and Coke, Crown and Coke, whatever else. I mean, you know that that there was some of that in college. But see, I'm not. I, I'm with you. I don't drink soda or or pop. 
And so those never really interested me all that terribly much. And so I never really dove into that. And as for, you know, and in college, you're not sipping, you're not sitting and sipping, you know, a whiskey and actually enjoying it. You're, you're taking shots and trying to get blitzed. And so I never really into all that, that much. So, but anyway, so. It was funny. I was sitting at this bar and I was uh, having a whiskey and, you know, a flatbread or something. And this young guy comes up and he's like, hey, I'll have a whiskey. And she's asking him what, which one he wants. And so I love to talk about whiskey. So I'm like, oh, he, he ordered, I remember it was a whiskey that I thought, oh, he must have good taste. Okay. Because it wasn't like a Jack Daniels. He ordered something decent that I would order. Like what? And I, was, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it, it was just something that wasn't Jack Daniels and it wasn't um, Crown Royal. Okay. And so I said to him, oh, do you drink whiskey a lot? He's like, I just want to get drunk. <laughs> That's all what he right said. Then. So I was like, okay, all right then. That's a good one to get drunk on, I guess. You're spending a lot <laughs> of money. He's pounded <laughs> down the top shelf. Uh, yeah, he just chugged her back and on off he went. There you go. Well, so then going yeah. back to Gator's question, if, what, are, what are some of your favorites and, and maybe touch on why? Okay. Uh, well, my most favorite, I actually prefer bourbons. Okay. That's now what, my favorite kind all right, of whiskey. So let's stop for a second. What is the difference between a whiskey and a bourbon? So bourbon is whiskey. Okay. But um, bourbon is an American-made spirit. So there's certain rules for it to be called a bourbon, which I don't, it's kind of boring to get into all that. But. Okay. So there's rules that make it a bourbon, and it has one of the rules is it has to be made in America. So Canada can't make bourbons. I was unaware Pardon of that. Me? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. And it's made in, so it's minimally aged for three years in a brand new barrel. So bourbon can never be made in a, so scotch, for instance, uses a lot of times old bourbon barrels. Oh, okay. But a bourbon has to use a brand new barrel. Okay. Now, Nick is planning a trip, if everything works out, to Kentucky. And I'm sure he'll be able to find a little bourbon in Kentucky on your trip. You should try. I'm sure he'll find some, yeah. Well, Drew Estates is having their barn smoker event in the uh, beginning part of October. And I know that on the the event website, they talked about how there's going to be some liquor samplings and stuff, so... Who knows what you'll have to get have back to there. us on that. I just might. Yeah, I'll be flying solo, mm. so I don't know how much liquor I'm going to be imbibing. True. I true. then have a three and a half hour drive home to take care. Yeah, of. Yeah, probably so. not the best idea. <laughs> you may be staying the night down there in the barn. Uh, so, uh, so you you prefer bourbons? Um, what are what are your favorites? Yes. Well, my most favorite is Eagle Rare, and it's uh, so it's aged for ten years. It's made by the Buffalo Trace Distillery. Mm, I've heard of and Buffalo Trace. Made, yep. Buffalo Trace makes a lot of different bourbons. They make, so they make Pappy Van Winkle, which is a, a really expensive bourbon that nobody can get a hold of. <laughs> they, they make Eagle Rare. They make um, Buffalo Trace. Like the, They make a bunch of different ones, but uh, and Blanton's. Eagle Rare is my favorite because I have really good memories associated with it, which I think is how you, you know, your experiences play a lot into 
happier drinking because if you've had a really good time drinking something with, you know, people that you really like, you're probably going to have good memories associated with what you were drinking. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because that's kind of how I feel about cigars. I was just about to say, it's the same way with cigars, you know. We'll sit around and we'll have a nice conversation in a lounge and be smoking something specific or, you know, whatever. And, and it brings back distinct memories when, when you revisit that cigar. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whiskey and cigars, or I don't smoke cigars, but there are a lot of huge similarities well, and I think so. Yeah. For for a cigar smoker, Eagle Rare is like spicy. Pardon me. Oh, I said for a cigar smoker, one of the one of the things is to pair them up and to match up the flavors. Yeah. So Eagle Rare yeah, is kind I of spicy. That. that would be fun. So it's like, uh, yeah, it has spicy notes. It kind of has a different flavor to me, and it's not it's not a bourbon that's hard to get and really expensive. Okay. So I think that's why I like it a lot. I'll have to seek that out. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I do like it. Of course, I drink that one neat. I think it is uh, offhand. I think it's 43%. I'm just looking. Let's see. Oh, 45. All right. So it's a good little sipper. Yeah. Have you ever seen Super and Troopers 2? What, what Pardon su- me? Have you ever seen Super Troopers 2? It's set in Canada. What does Super Troopers 2 have to do with anything? It's Jeff? set in Canada. Oh, God. No, I haven't. I wondered if that was an accurate depiction of our neighbors to the north. Lord. I wonder if it was. I'm sure it's not. You're going to cause an international incident here, Jeff. (laughs) This is going to be classified. I think, well, I think things I've been learning, I have, of course, been to the state several times. But you don't really know people when you're just visiting. True. So a lot of stuff I've learned... Um, about Americans who have been through Instagram. That's probably... And I used to think we were very similar. (laughs) Probably bad representation of us on Instagram. No, it's good, actually. But it is... It's definitely pointed out things that I didn't realize were different. Well, we have a very... Like, I... uh, Well, like, there was a conversation, not, not necessarily on Instagram, but within the Barrel Burners chat the other day that I remember where there was a lot of conversation about the American love of spam. Yes. <laughs> there was quite a bit of conversation Americans about... Americans love spam? A lot of conversation about spam. A lot of guys yes. were, were defending spam, and Jen was not having it. Well, it sucks. <laughs> it's just... I mean, it's lips and buttholes. Why are we eating spam? Well, some of these guys were based in Hawaii. So. Uh, oh, now see, oh, wait. No, only a few. Okay. Only a few. I do know it's very popular in Hawaii, but oh. only a few of them were from Hawaii. I'm getting yeah, sued so by the spam Burners, corporation. They love their spam. Hormel's coming after me. Yeah, you're, we're going to get a cease and desist <laughs> from spam over this one. Um, yeah, I well, I think we're pretty uniform amongst the three of us that None of us are big fans of spam at this point, so I didn't know how you would fall yeah. until you actually when, reacted. When Jeff, I was a kid, I when I was a kid uh, in high school, my friends and I would go camping, and I remember distinctly my friend Joel Boswell, who was a uh, YouTube pilot in the Air Force um, later in life. But we went camping, and he lost the key to his spam. Back in the day, you had a key that you had to open it up with, so he lost his key to his spam. So we decided, well, we'll just put it in the fire, and when it explodes, 
it's done. And sure enough, that thing <laughs> shot out of the fire about eight feet when it exploded, and he went over and ate it. That is disgusting. I, I've eaten oh, I my wonder, but at least it probably didn't have that gross, slimy sound it makes when it comes slithering out of the can. <laughs> no, it was more of a hissing as it flew through the air. I really wish I could remember the description <laughs> that was given of that sound when it comes out of the can that was from that conversation, because that I laughed for 20 <laughs> minutes over that. Um, anyway. So other than, other than what, Eagle Ridge, correct? Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare, sorry. Eagle Rare. Mm -hmm. Eagle Ridge sounds like a golf course. Um, Mm -hmm. Eagle Rare. Um, what other spirits do you... So that is my favorite bourbon. I have a favorite Canadian rye. Okay. Uh, My favorite Canadian rye is Lot 40 Cask Strength. And, And that one is... Very good. It sits at 48%. Oh, sorry, pardon me, 58%. It's hot. Eagle Rye. I, I wonder if that Eagle, is that no, a Eagle, Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare is the Rare bourbon. Is the first one. That's the bourbon. Yep. And you yep. said it was Lot. And then Lot 40. Lot 40. Lot 40 lot is the rye. 40. I wonder if that's available in the States. It's a Canadian rye. Canadian rye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Let's see. My favorite Japanese whiskey is Hibiki. I was unaware there was Japanese whiskey. Yes, there's lots. It's very expensive, too. I like sake. I like unfiltered what? sake. I like sake. So I don't know if I've had sake. Maybe Ooh. a long time ago. What is that, plum wine? Isn't No, there's plum wine, but sake is oh, almost, I... it's almost, I don't even know how to describe it, but I like the unfiltered because I like the little bits, the yeasty bits. That's gross. Anyway. I think sake is based like a wine base. I, I think. I'm not sure. There might be fish in it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I like it. <laughs> uh, anyway. Sea urchins, possibly. Yeah, fermented sea urchins. That's what it is. I just looked it up on Google. <laughs> that was uh, a quick Google search. I don't, I don't even have my phone. <laughs> didn't look it took you like 10 minutes to convert Fahrenheit to Celsius. Yeah, I know. But you got that sake figured out in five seconds flat. <laughs> There's something about a fossilized sea urchin that just does it for me. The, re- the research team at Nick and Gator Studios is not very well paid, you know, so. It's more yeah. made it up than looked it up. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Yeah, so, Japanese whiskey, you should try some. I've never even heard of it. I don't know where you would even find that mm-hmm. in this neck of the woods. A liquor store. It's called a liquor store. Get familiar with it. <laughs> we find cigar lounges, Jeff. I'm sure we can find a liquor I, store. <laughs> you know what? It's probably a Google search away. Uh, yeah. Friar Tucks in uh, the St. Louis and uh, Springfield area in Illinois. That would probably be my best place to start. Probably. Probably. We're looking for that sweet, sweet Friar Tuck endorsement. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Nick, let me ask you real quick. How's your cigar? It's good. Um, it's burning good. I'm about... Not quite halfway through. A lot of the, uh, I'm still getting that earthy and kind of chocolatey kind of flavoring, but there is some spice starting to kick in. I don't know. I'm starting to get some flavor out of it now. I'm probably a good third of the way in. I've got mm-hmm. a great ash going. Mm-hmm. This is a thing of beauty. It is going to collapse on you, though. It's, it's Oh, I'll, it's I'm going to party foul myself here really quick. Yeah, so. You know that Super Dave Osborne, I think, was from Canada. Oh, dear God. Yeah, yeah, he was a perfect representation. <laughs> well, for Jeff, that's very accurate. <laughs> uh, he was. I remember him. I think he's on the... That's back in the 80s. I know, right? I'm old. He's dead now, Jeff. He is dead. Yeah. 
I watched him he die has... several times on, on his stunts, well, too. Not literally. Not literally, but they were the greatest things you know, ever. John Candy was a good representation, too. See? There you go, yeah, Nick. John Candy was an also amazing dead. comedic ta- talent. And you're right. He is also dead. Do you guys like Mike Myers? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike Myers is good, too, yeah. Oh, I think, uh, what's his name? Um, Ryan Reynolds is Canadian also. He is, it, Deadpool. And he has his own, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Is it a gin? I, uh, it is a, yeah, it's a gin. I think I would say, what is it? Aviation. Or a- aviator. Yes, aviation gin. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had it, but I've heard of it. Okay. Interesting. Well, I'm not a big, Why shouldn't he? Yeah, right? I, I mean. Hey. I'm not a big gin guy because I think it just tastes like pine needles, but, you know. So when have you eaten a pine needle? That's because you eaten. only like Di Serono. <laughs> he does. Now, Jen, I'm going to say something. I, like I know you're not a cigar taste. smoker. I know you're not a cigar smoker. But one of the things we did early on in the podcast, because um, a friend had tipped us off to this, is we will actually smoke our uh, whiskeys or whatnot when we're drinking them. And I know you're not a cigar smoker, but you should have someone smoke your whiskey for you and then taste it because... Um, in my estimation, it completely changes the, the flavor palette of the whiskey. Oh, why do you think I'm a newbie? Of oh. course I've done that. Oh, well, see, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought yeah, you were a smoker. Actually, one know. of my favorite things is a smoky old-fashioned. Uh, so mine you know mine old-fashioned too, oddly whiskey. enough. Oh, God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. And uh, there's this, actually, there's this bar in uh, Calgary, so I'm from Edmonton, and this bar is in Calgary, and they make the best smoky old fashions. And so I always plan my hotel to be near that bar so I can just walk over to it. I love it. Oh, that's cool. You that's pick the so they actually serve it smoky? They smoke it right in front of you. Oh, that's so they awesome. have their wood plank. You choose, you choose what type of wood, so maple, oak, whatever, and then they burn the wood. And then they put the glass over top of the wood, hmm. so it traps the smoke in there. Ooh. And then they make your cocktail in there. We're gonna try so that. Delicious, Nick. and you pick everything. Interesting. I did actually buy a, a little torch and some uh, some little wood planks to smoke old fashions. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's fun. Yeah, I prefer sassafras wood myself. What? Uses. I like sassafras? Yeah, I like sassafras. I, growing up as a kid in southern Illinois, I would actually dig sassafras roots and sell them because you can make tea out of them. Back in the day, it was supposed to be legal because everybody said it was a carcinogen, and they've lifted all those rules now. Um, but I would I had a black market sassafras tea operation going when I was like 12. Here's wow. The, here's the thing, Jen. I never know when he's just completely <laughs> bullshitting me. Or if he's serious, because <laughs> he does it with a straight face. And the problem is, then I then have to Google some of this stuff. And when I do, that's when I find out that he's lying to me, and he just thinks it's hilarious. But then later, he'll throw something that's absolutely absurd out at me. And when I Google it, it turns out to be true. And the problem <laughs> is, then I never know when he's actually being honest or lying to me. So this one's the God's honest truth. Sassafras okay. tea is great. It's real spicy. I actually chew the buds when I'm mushroom hunting in the uh, spring. I will actually pick sassafras buds and chew them as I'm walking around looking for morels. I don't even know if that's safe, but I do it. <laughs> okay, I, until Instagram, I didn't even know what a morel was. See, I, you know what? It's funny. Fun? Nick and I had talked about that before. We didn't know if there were morels in Canada or not. 
They are you are missing know. out if you don't have morels because they are wonderful. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen one, but I've never really gone hunting for them. Oh. I have a couple mushrooms growing in the backyard sometimes because of all the rain, but I haven't eaten it. Yeah, you, you really <laughs> need to know those. <laughs> you need to be aware of what mushroom you're eating. Yes. I'm not a mushroom guy, so Sometimes I, you get high and sometimes you, know. you get dead. <laughs> <laughs> Liver damage sucks. Sometimes you're really high, sometimes you're really dead. See? There you go. That That's, should be our moniker. It, it should be. Oh, my gosh. Morels will not make you high, but they are delightful. So now, Jen, tell me, you... uh, There you go, everybody. Take a drink. I said delightful. uh, There you go. Yeah. (laughs) He says delightful so much that people have made a drinking game out of it. You have, moving on from the whiskey for a moment, but still staying within the realm, you have a side project that you've been doing through Instagram that I'd like you to talk about, your, your glassware. I do, and it's actually what I'm really passionate about. So a few months ago, I started selling my Glencairn glass, which is a whiskey glass Okay. uh, with my logo on it, uh, with the idea of spreading a worldwide cheers. Oh, that's cool. And so I, yeah, I didn't want it to take away from my own page, my own Instagram page. So I started a new page called Jen Karen, and I sell the glass worldwide. It's in 14 countries, eight Canadian provinces. 39 U.S. states, two distilleries, and two non-drinkers. Interesting. Interesting. And, and now, it's also Nick is a cigar pulpit. Yeah, I was well, going to say, I purchased the rocks glass, <laughs> and I, I guess I'm one of the non-drinkers that she mentioned. So, um, I'll break. No, you're not, actually. Oh, that's true, because I did. You're not. I, I guess there's some liquor. Because you told me you drink, so. There is some liquor in DiSerono, so that's, what, there you What go. is three in Canadian? What? What? Is is three still three in Canada, or is it like? It's basically not, still three. Not yeah. everything oh, okay. converts, Jeff. Ja. Everything. There are some universal <laughs> things. <laughs> it's trace. It's trace south of the border. I didn't know what it was north. They speak English. Not everywhere. Well, that's true. I guess there is French up in Canada as well. French Canadians, eh? So anyway, it's a yeah. lot of French up here. So so yeah. So I have purchased the rocks glass and. And I still need to get you my pictures. I need to go around and get some pictures taken with it. Because that's the cool thing is everybody, yeah. every, everybody when they get their glass, they, uh, they put a little, little whiskey or whatever they're drinking in it. And it's kind of like how Jeff and I own, both own newspapers. And so what, something we do with our papers is when people travel, they'll take a copy of the paper with them on the trip and they'll take a picture in front of like the Eiffel Tower or something like that with it. And, you know, we call like in my paper, it's the, it's the weekly. So we call it the, the traveling weekly. And so we publish these pictures. And so it's kind of a similar thing that you've got going on this Instagram page where people take pictures in places in their town that kind of represent their town with your glassware and kind of showcase that your your glassware is all over the world, correct? That's right. And it's um, very interesting. They make a post with it. And then when I take the post to my Jen Karen page, I research whatever is inspiring me about what they've written. So sometimes I just, I don't know, sometimes I go with what they've You know, if they're standing in front of a statue, I'll want to find, I try to find something that maybe they didn't know about that statue. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, so so I've been learning a lot of stuff. 
How how do people? If someone in the audience wants to uh, purchase some of the glassware. How do they do that? Well, I have not set up a site or a link because I keep a meticulous spreadsheet of every single place the glass goes. So I know exactly how many glasses I have in Texas, how many glasses I have in uh, Australia. I know every single place the glass is. So I, you have to basically contact me on Instagram. So yeah, so just send you a direct message through Instagram and... Yep. And it's a very easy... Because it's not... Go ahead, I'm sorry. It's not that I want to sell a whole bunch of glasses. I, I want to... I find it very interesting to see where people come from and what they do with the glass. I don't want to just sell you a glass for you to put in your cupboard. And so, yeah, and, and I, I'll say, as somebody who has purchased one of these glasses, it's a very easy process, folks. You just send her the message. She sends you the invoice. I, I think I paid through PayPal... She had the payment right away, and I got the glass in a couple of days, and it comes packaged very, very nice, so no breakage and everything, and it was great. So, Jen, when I get my glass from you, you're asking me to do something interesting with it. Is that what I just heard? Yeah, I'm asking you to do something like, um, so for example, if you have some place in your city that you find interesting or that you like, I want you to take the glass there. I, well, what I make I, a picture with it. I'm getting the stink eye from Nick right now, which you can't see, but it's I the do, greatest thing ever. I do not know what he's about to say. <laughs> I, I, as I referenced earlier, I'm a bit of a hippie, and every year on Naked Gardening Day, which is the first Saturday in May, it's International Naked Gardening Day, I always garden naked and take a picture and put it on my, my Facebook. So this coming year, I may take the class and be having a drink out in the garden. Yes, I think it's like, it's not, there's... No rules to what you do. The See, only Nick, thing that no I rules. have a rule, there's no rules. No. no rules. Is that I don't, I only do one repost per glass. Because let's say Nick is, you know, over here with his glass and then he does a post and then he's over there with his glass. That Jen Karen page is the, the glass is traveling from person to person. So you're saying I need to make the first one really count? Yes. I'm so, all in. What, so whenever somebody, whenever they make their post, I always do message them saying, you know, especially if it's not obvious, saying, is this the, the post that you want for the repost? I'll, I'll make it obvious. <laughs> Great. Oh, <Lord. laughs> you have no idea. Well, I think it's been very, <laughs> it's been very interesting so far. Um, I learn a lot about people and... It's amazing to think, uh, like, for example, the glass is on, like, a little tiny island in Finland. A man owns a little island, so the island has no name. Oh, wow. It's his island, and my glass is on there. God, that's my life goal. I was going to say, that's pretty cool. Well, you just had one in Illinois not too terribly long ago, didn't you? I did. I have I have to look at my account because oh, no, I have a lot of things going on I can, in my I, mind about where the glass has been. So you had one in Illinois. I believe it was with a statue of an, an egg, like Humpty Dumpty or something? Oh, that one, yes. That one, um, yeah, this big egg. And so when I started researching that egg, uh, it got me thinking about... Why Humpty Dumpty is an egg in the first place. (laughs) 
Because there's nowhere in the rhyme that states that he's an egg. And so that's kind of what I mean. So I start, you know, as I just think whatever questions come to my mind is kind of what I'll write about. Boy, as I think about it, you're right. I don't think it actually does state that he was an egg. It just it doesn't that he just fell and had a great fall, so, and they had to put him back together again. And there's actually a lot of theories on on that, really? on why he turned well into an egg. And there's different things that like other. Well, I wrote in the post that some people think Humpty Dumpty was actually a powerful cannon. So nobody knows exactly who Humpty Dumpty was. I just thought the author was high. Well, that's Alice through the looking glass, isn't it? Exactly. 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 (laughs) Well, very cool. Yeah, so I think it's very interesting to find, uh, you know, information about places that I've never been. And there's a couple glasses here in Edmonton, like in the Edmonton area, and I still learn things. Well, and I think that's a great way for you to have outreach. And like you said, it in, in some ways, it's a way for you to leave your mark, you know, essentially on the world without maybe necessarily getting to travel to every place. But a, a connection to you is in all of those places. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, it kind of the whole idea stemmed from, um, well, the history of the glass itself is very, has a huge community message in the first place, I think. Um, it started um, in the Instagram account uh, at whiskey underscore Nick. He made that design for me. Okay. The Curious Jen logo. Because uh, one of my pictures had been taken without my permission and used in an ad. Ooh. Oh, so wow. he thought, I yeah, and so he thought I needed to watermark my pictures on Instagram. So he came up with the whole Curious Gen logo all by himself. Uh, it's perfect. It represents, like, I love it. I'm very proud of it. Well, that was really nice. And then, yeah. So then at the same time as that was happening, another Instagram account called at Barrel Raised, um, I was asking him for his Glen Karen because at the time I was really interested in collecting people's Glen Karens. And he said to me, why don't you just get your own? And I thought, well, what am I going to do? Just like at Curious Gen. I had no logo at the time. And so the whole glass came about from my friendships with these two other Instagram accounts. See, Jeff, Instagram brings people together. You need to get on this platform. Facebook, on the other hand, tears them apart. It does. It really does. That's why I've given it up. Uh, I get it. Well, very cool. Yeah, so I see it's like a community, it, you know, it happened in the community sense. And then when I, to start this worldwide tears, a lot of people, I get a lot of messages saying, you would be so fun to drink with. If you're ever here, come and stop by, I'll buy you a drink. Well, you know, I'm a small female, I'm not meeting strange men. Yet, in yet, different countries. Yet you're talking to, to us. Drinks. Well, yeah, you're talking to us. She's on the phone and she's <laughs> half a continent away from us, so it's probably still not okay. safe. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically, I thought it wouldn't, but wouldn't it be fun to just go and around the world and just go have a sip with somebody and talk whiskey or whatever? And that's kind of what the worldwide cheer started. I thought, wouldn't that be fun? I need a little person to go and do that for me. There you go. And there's my glass. 
Well, and you do little... Yeah, and it's almost uh, 200 glasses already around the world sipping with people. Very cool. That and is you, cool. And you do videos where you raise a glass to the to the person who, who gave you the cheers, correct? That's right. Yep. So, uh, because I think when you cheers, somebody's cheering you, you should cheers them back. So I do uh, a little video in my story, and I just do a cheers back to that person who sent the cheers my way. Now, yeah. now before we wrap up, Nick needs to talk to you about flannel. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I know I know flannel within within flannel. You have multiple colors. I have a friend that's very Is big. Yours into, blue. <laughs> I don't have a lot of flannel. I'm a big guy. I tend to be warm relatively easily. But well, your night shirt you wore in Kansas City. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Lord. Um. I'm kind of glad he said you wore a night shirt because you guys could be sleeping nude together. Nobody no. really knows. I did. <laughs> That's the unfortunate thing. There were two beds and... Well, no, that was fortunate. That, well, that was fortunate. <laughs> the, the two beds was definitely fortunate. Son the of a un- bitch tried to get me into a king bed with him, and I threw a fit I at the front desk. I didn't know that the front desk had given me a, fr- a king bed until That's a story, Jen. That's anyway. a story. So anyway, um, no, we had two beds, and somehow or another, he went to bed in a short and shorts and t-shirt, but the next morning when I woke up, that you... I was hot. Yeah. He had shed clothing. <laughs> And it was disturbing. <laughs> I was still under the sheet, thank God. <laughs> disturbing. I don't want Nick thinking about my bits. I don't want to think about well, your bits. So there you go. Oh, maybe God. you guys are at the level for trust falls. I don't know. Uh, no. Ooh, it seems no, like you might be. No. <laughs> no, no. That's how rumors get started. So I'll tell you about the <laughs> next time you're on, I'll tell you all about our night we had in uh, Giant City State Park. That's a complete fabrication. Nick got attacked by a spider that he had to cuddle with me because he was scared. It was a giant brown recluse, thank you. <laughs> and no, I did not cuddle with you. I don't I don't like I don't I don't I don't do spiders and I don't do snakes, so that didn't help, but anyway. Um So back to flannel. So in terms of flannel color, what's your what's your preferred color? It's red. There you go. Going with the standard yeah. red flannel. Yeah, she's lumberjack. I do like. I do have black flannel, blue flannel, red, of course. I think I have pink flannel. There you I go. Do, it's just cozy and comfy. Yeah, I have a lot of flannel. I do like it a lot. It's on and, my and Instagram even, page a lot. Even your dog has flannel, correct? That's right. You feature your dog That's right. quite a bit. Maggie is she's Canadian as they come. <laughs> She's Love got it. her little flannel PJs. So if people want to uh, link up with you on Instagram, again, give them uh, the name and everything, how they get a hold of you. Um, it's at CuriousGen, C-U-R-I-0-U-F-J-E-N-N. And it's a zero, not an O. It's a zero. There you go. And then your your site for your glassware is Jen... Karen, so at J-E-N-N-C-A-I-R-N. All right, perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. You bet. Well, thank you so much for taking time out with us today. Thank you so much for inviting me, Nick no, and Gator. This is great. We're going to finish our cigars. Called me Gator. And, I know. <laughs> I know. So if you want to hang with us while we finish up and everything, we can just kind of – I, I can have you to bet. get picked on by two people some more, so this will work out. It's. So. I'm loving that, by the way. I know you love it. <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment. So, so Jeff, <laughs> how, how's the – Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
We didn't really pick on you enough. We could have done more. This, this is true. We've been fairly fairly straight with this. This is this is true. Well, that's <laughs> that's for the next episode. Oh, with Jen. okay. This should so. become a regular thing. Oh, she's more than well. You're more than welcome to come back if if you have if you could stand us freaked out <laughs> enough. Well, uh, well I like oh, you know, I meant to mention I got your sticker this morning. Oh, perfect. Oh, wow. Good. I didn't yes, know how I long did. it, I didn't know how long they took, you know, internationally and everything. Nick has been sending those all over the world. I know, it's great. And it's a nice sticker too. Um what is it? Sticker Mule. Like the like the animal mule. Stickermule.com. They do a really great job and they're they're affordable. And you can get you know mm. custom logos and you just upload your logo and they figure it out and they cut it all up and everything. It's it's great. So, so do you have your logo I'm on like every glass in your cupboard? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you had like a full no. set of your glassware there. It's like I only drink out no, of my glass. No, because I'll tell you, those Gen Karens are not cheap to get to Canada. Oh, really? Yeah. So I actually had. Uh, so you know, it's Barrel Raised who does my glasses. He lives in Arizona. Okay, okay. And um, when I was in Las Vegas last year... We were in Las I Vegas had, last was, year. Did you? We were probably there at the same time. Oh, oh my God. God. I thought I saw two cigar smokers. <laughs> I, in, 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 <laughs> for full disclosure, I wasn't smoking cigars in Vegas. Yeah. It was legal when I was oh, there. Okay. He discovered so. the wacky weed in Vegas. And it, at 48 years old, first time I ever touched it. It's been downhill ever since. I always said I wouldn't light up till it was legal. I was in Vegas. It was legal. I thought, yeah, close enough. So Is it legal in Vegas? Absolutely. They've got dispensaries oh, I did not know all that. You know it's place. legal all in Canada, right? No, uh, I didn't know that. You bet. They just... Uh, I think degree. last year it was completely ten, legal. 10 There's degrees is looking better and better to me. 10 degrees is looking better. <laughs> <laughs> well, starting January one, they'll have it in Illinois. So it is true. Jeff will be okay. Come the well, first of the year, I, I sound like I'm a pothead. I never touched it till I was 48 years old, and you literally saw me the first time I tried it. I'll and you that. were sold, hey? Oh, absolutely. I slept like well, a you, baby. You are a hippie, you said. So I think I hippies kind of are into that. See, the funny thing is, yeah. he didn't really ever seem like he got high as much as he just it, it made him very tired. Yeah. Oh, I slept like a baby. It was wonderful. I'm an insomniac, and I'll stay up till 2 in the morning. I listen to Coast to Coast AM, a little shout-out there for George Norrie. And uh, <laughs> I just, I can't sleep. And I slept. And that's the one thing I look forward to when it's legal in Illinois, is that I will be able to use it to turn off and sleep. But you didn't feel high just, like, walking around? No, not at all. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, I'm a, you know, like... Because I have tried it, obviously. It's not a big thing here in Canada. Yeah. But when I was younger, I did that when I was younger. Yeah. Not at 48. Yeah, (laughs) I'm coming into my own (laughs) at 50 here, so... I just turned 50. But it did, it made me really, it did the munchies whole thing, the whole munchies. You get the munchies? Yeah, that's true. I just slept. Because I wanted to just eat everything. Uh, Jeff has the munchies constantly, yeah. though. He's always wanting to eat everything. That, so you know, that's one of the reasons I don't want to come to Canada, because I'm afraid somebody's going to harpoon me or come at me with a club. For your blubber? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually baseball bats is what we use. Oh <laughs> Folks, you can direct that correspondence to Jen uh, on Instagram there. So, Curious Jen with an O, a zero. Speaking of Canadian food... You guys put 
gravy on your on your French fry, correct? Poutine? Is it poutine? Is that how you say it? Okay. I remember we had this conversation, you liking white gravy. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a white I've never gravy even guy. heard of that. Oh. oh, no, you're kidding. It's you, it, like sausage biscuit never. gravy? Oh, my God. It's like, that's what they put on biscuits and gravy down oh, here. Oh, it's so good. Is you get a couple biscuits and you just douse them in, in white sausage gravy, and it's a delightful. Jen, I'm going to tell breakfast. you this. One of my favorite memories as a child, and I say child, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, I would go out and, you know, I grew up on a farm and, you know, I, I was your garden variety farm boy. And I would get home from school and I would go out and I would squirrel hunt. And I love to hunt squirrels. And I would come back, I'd dress the squirrels. No! I feel we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> They're so tasty. Oh, so, God. So I would, I would, no! I would. Get the squirrels. It's the free range. Okay, Nick, you have not followed me on Instagram long enough. I've made friends with my pet squirrel out here. Oh. I'm not going to eat your pet squirrel. <laughs> See, I like squirrels no. too, so Jeff is horrifying me as well. Well, here, okay, so. But. so but oh, my. To, I can feed peanuts to the squirrel out here. To, ooh, I'm I, like the fucking squirrel whisperer, Jeff. I'm not going to lie. And you're bet, killing them. I bet that squirrel is tasty yeah, if it's living on peanuts. Them. Gross. <laughs> so I would, I would oh. fry up, I would pan fry some squirrel, you know, lightly oh breaded and fry it. Oh, my God. And then Jeff. I would put milk in and make squirrel gravy. And it put that over some mashed potatoes with fried squirrel. It was the greatest thing. And it's my oh. childhood just encapsulated in a meal there. And I bet, I bet that I, peanut. I am speechless here. I'm not going to lie. Lord, that, don't come to Canada and eat our squirrels. That peanut-fed <laughs> squirrel is going to be tasty. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeff, you're horrible. Oh, my. Because when they're eating acorns, they, they get gamey eating acorns. But, man, I bet that thing is smooth with peanuts. You're horrific, Jeff. <laughs> He is. I'm going to send you that squirrel video. Okay. Nick. All right. I have All a right. I have a squirrel video. I like video. the squirrel whisperer. I have a squirrel video, but it's a whole different thing. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm and you're not on Instagram, so it's okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I would get I would get banned. How did we get from poutine to white gravy to eating? Beautiful little squirrels. Well, I, I don't know. I was just. Scared. I don't know how we got to the squirrels, but the white gravy. You were about to give me a bunch of shit for that. So as that is ill deserved, by the way, because white gravy is outstanding. Is what? Oh, white gravy is. But you it, like squirrels. I feel like we can't. What, white, I don't know. White gravy's the shit. White gravy is good, actually. You, you, I would. Hey, how is it different than brown gravy? Oh, completely. I feel like we're going on a whole different freaking. It's much, it's much thicker. It's, it's more, um, much more hearty. It's, it's milk, correct? It's It's why we're both overweight considerably. But whereas brown gravy is more of a, of a. Like a beef gravy. Yeah. White gravy is much more. I don't so, know, pasty maybe? I'm, I'm the cook good... of the two of us, so yeah. I'll give you the rundown here. So basically what you do is you fry up um, some sausage and then take that out, leave the grease, and then what you're going to want to do is mix up a little bit of flour and a little bit of milk, put that together, salt and pepper it to your taste, and then add that in and slowly, it's basically like making a roux. Like a kangaroo? Are we now eating kangaroo? <laughs> God, I hope not. That's, I'm just kidding. Kang- kangaroo is stringy. <laughs> Um, I want to see. I would love to see Jeff try and take down a kangaroo. Those things will kick his ass. Oh yeah, they're mean. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll come at you they'll feet fight first. You. Yeah, uh, they'll punch you too. They'll right, they'll yeah. get into boxing matches. I've seen it. 
So uh, you you basically mix up um, some flour and some milk with salt and pepper, and then add that into mm-hmm. the uh, the the leavings from frying up sausage or bacon, and just stir it, and it's going to thicken up, and it is just it is just unbelievable. He wanted to say delight. So it's basically the same as brown gravy, except for it's made with sausage and has milk in it. Exactly. Essentially. Because to yep. make a, a, yeah, okay. Yeah. And so a, it's the same thing, basically. A roux would be more of a French, uh, you know, kind of a, a New Orleans kind of thing. They make a roux when they get ready to make like gumbos and whatnot. They'll start off with a roux. And it's basically, yeah. you, you basically take the uh, oil and the flour and just kind of cook it down to kind of a nutty flavor and then, you know, start adding in your vegetables and your seafood and whatnot. So that would be, that would be a, the, the roux that I was referencing. I know it was R O U X. See, <laughs> she knew the whole time. I know, or she Googled it. I'm not sure which. No, I'm I'm part <laughs> French, so I knew. <laughs> but I, but it, you know, for the right money, I'll get the ring with a kangaroo any day of the week. I'm not proud. I'm not proud, well, folks. We kind of was hoping that Rue would kick your ass. Oh, I mean, it will too. It'll beat me to death with a squirrel. I was just about to say we need to put together a, a GoFundMe or something to get the money together. To, now, uh, Jen, have a speaking of GoFundMe, have ass. you heard about um, the picture that we're going to take of Nick if we get a hundred people to tell us they'd like to see it? It's basically yeah, George, I have. George Costanza on the couch. We're going to have Nick recreate that mm-hmm. in his boxers. Yeah. I heard. That's not a good thing. Nobody needs to see that. Oh, I'm not saying they need to see it, but we have to make it happen. It it might catapult your podcast into success. Right. I, Huge success. It might catapult us into something. I don't know about success. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll you open know, us I have up. a funny story about that picture. Oh, that yeah? That George Costanza on the couch. Okay. Uh, one of my neighbors was selling his house. Okay. Okay, this neighbor, he's attached to the back fence where the squirrel goes. And I, I have names for all my neighbors. Okay. Like the ones that I don't know. So this guy, his name is Naked Barbecue Guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like where this is going. So <laughs> anyways, I found out that Naked Barbecue Guy was selling his house. So I wanted to go see how much he was selling it for and look at what it looks like inside. <laughs> okay. And he, so <laughs> I'm looking through all the pictures of the inside of his house. And everything, it's basically bare. You can tell he doesn't really live there anymore. And in this one bathroom, he has this photo of George Costanza on, you know, the sofa. Still hanging up in his bathroom. (laughs) Why would he have that in his bathroom? I don't know. And why would he leave it there for his pictures? (laughs) (laughs) I like this guy. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. So I got to know. So anyways, he's... How did he get the name Naked Barbecue Guy? Okay, so it seems pretty obvious, doesn't it? It does. does. I just kind (laughs) of wanted to know the the story to it. Well, one time I was upstairs in my bedroom, which overlooks my backyard and his backyard, and I was opening up the window. I like to sleep with my windows open, and I hear all this commotion at his hot tub. So, of course, I'm looking. Uh (laughs) And, (laughs) And he's out there, and he... You might not like him after you hear this. He's got a girl, a girl in the tub, in the hot tub. Okay. And he's standing. I'm cool with this so far. Bare ass, buck naked, on the side of the hot tub, and he is tainting the water. Oh my! 
I was like, oh, my God. So I grabbed my binoculars. It is cold in Canada. So after he's done doing that, he goes over to his barbecue and starts barbecuing. I mean. Naked with those hands that have been doing things. Oh, my. Oh. Yeah. Yep, there's. Oh my! There's oh. your story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I get the binoculars so because it's, it's cold in Canada, so. Well, <laughs> that's why you had a hot tub, but. Exactly. Oh my! And you know, it's better to say it's, you know, more family friendly to say naked barbecue guy than come in a hot tub guy. Oh my uh. god! <laughs> See, I was gonna leave it open to whether he was or urinated. Uh. Yeah, Jim cleared that up for us. Yeah, I wanted to make sure you knew for sure what I was talking we about. We are very that. clear now. I had a pretty I had a pretty good idea, but I was I was gonna gloss over that and I don't gloss over much. <laughs> I don't gloss over anything. I love it. Oh Well this has been so a lot of fun. This, this has, has been, been fun. A lot of fun. Well Jeff, how how's the uh how's the cigar? I, I like it. It's gotten a little more spice towards the end. Um it's a little more peppery. Um, you're, you're right. The earthy was pronounced throughout. Yeah, I, I am done with mine, and you're right. The uh, the pepper did come along near the back half of the cigar, I would say, and and yes, it is. But it, it, I like it. It's a good smoke. It's it's solid. It is. It's a solid effort by CAO. Well, and the thing is, again, it's not a cigar that I would pick up and buy. It's a dark wrapper. It's not in my wheelhouse, but. I I have no problem with it. You're going to have to get over that at some point. I really like a Connecticut wrapper. I get it, but you're going to have to get over that at some point. Yeah, you know, you you run you run you run home to mama. You run to what you know. Or I'll just keep feeding you the dark cigars. And well, yeah, as long as he's buying, I'm smoking. <laughs> uh, okay, but that's kind of like whiskey because you should always try new things. You should never really stick to the same thing. Precisely. You have the ones you like, but then you try other stuff in the process. Branching out as it were. Exactly. There you go. Well, Jen, as well, we... Well, that's called increasing your palate. Exactly. See, Jeff? It's opening up new worlds. You need to be open to different things. <laughs> Nick tells me that all the time, but I wouldn't get in bed with him <laughs> at Kansas City. God. I'm glad you said that because I was just wondering that myself, uh, but I wasn't going to go there after my naked barbecue guy story. <laughs> so, Jen, as we, as, as we wrap up here... Uh, again, give everybody the uh, ways they can get a hold of you and follow you on the Instagrams there. Um, you can find me on Instagram at CuriousJen, C-U-R-I-0-U-F-J-E-N-N. Perfect. Or you can find me at Jen Karen, J-E-N-N-C-A-I-R-N. And look at the beautiful glassware. That's right. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It has been a blast. This has been fun. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, this has been great. We got a couple housekeeping things here, real quick. I just want to. Uh, you want to mention our uh, partnership? We'll we'll get to that in just okay. a moment. So um, we will not be announcing our cigar that we'll be smoking in our next episode because in our next episode, Jeff and I will be at the 
Weston Tobacco Fest. So Weston, Missouri. Lord knows what we're going to be smoking there, but we will have something, and we will announce <laughs> through the Instagram what that cigar will be to correspond with that episode. Because we have we have people that like to smoke along with us, Jen, and and have the same cigar that we're having. So we always tend to end the episode with kind of announcing what we're going to smoke next time. But this time, since we're going to be at an event, it'll be kind of difficult to to pin that down so it'll be it'll be the uh, vent that chooses the cigar for us not yeah, ourselves precisely yep. the other thing i wanted to do i wanted to give a shout out to a couple of shows that have been uh, very nice and we've traded back and forth with stickers and whatnot so the guys over at dad smoking cigars they just got a couple of uh, stickers from us and they're shipping a couple of their stickers to us so i just want to give a shout out to the guys over at dad smoking cigars and uh, the guys over at Cigar Talk who sent over a very nice little poker chip that had their their logo. That was whatnot. really cool. That, that actually was Ooh, really cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's a new piece of swag that I'll have to look into seeing how much those cost. So, um, but we we traded stickers and and uh, uh, poker Hook chips, chips yep. with the guys over at Cigar Talk. So, folks, if you if you aren't if you're listening to us but you're not checking out Dad Smoking Cigars and Cigar Talk, you need to do so. And then finally, as Jeff pointed out, we have partnered with MyMonthlyCigars.com. So if you go on over to MyMonthlyCigars.com, it's a subscription service. You can get cigars shipped to you monthly. Um, I believe it's two cigars for $20 or four cigars for uh, $30. They have another option that is eight cigars for $50. The eight cigar box contains two of each of the cigars that are in the four cigar box. So if you and a buddy want to split a box, it's a good way to do that. And all you need to type in is pulpit and you're going to get a discount. I would say they, if you use the, when you're checking out, put in the code pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T, and you'll get either free shipping on your first order or 10% off any of the cigars and merchandise within the store. So just head on over there and use the code pulpit at mymonthlycigars.com. Beautiful. Yep. Nick, how do people get a hold of us? You can find us on the socials. We're on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit. And then if you check us out, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, or you can email us your comments, questions, suggestions, or hate mail at nick at cigarpulpit.com. Beautiful. Well, Jen, thanks again. This has been great. Thank you very much, guys. You're, yeah. you're, you're in St. Louis. You have an open invitation to get together and uh, introduce us to some fine whiskeys. Well, excellent. Perfect. She's not coming to St. Louis. I, you, <laughs> dude, you eat squirrels. You've scared her away from that. I was just thinking that. I actually just sent you those videos. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Well, hey, thanks again. This has been great. Thank you very much, and it was nice meeting you, too. Nice to talk to you. Well, folks, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick, and that's Gator, and you can check us out. And that sure was Jen. And that was Jen that's been talking with us. And uh, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a nice review, preferably five stars. A to the men. And otherwise, we will catch you next from the Weston Tobacco Festival. Until then, stay smoky, everybody.